Bloomberg Audio Studios. Podcasts, radio, news. News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. The Associated Press has called the special election in New York, saying Democrat Thomas Suozzi has defeated Masi Pillip. The special election in New York's 3rd Congressional District was to replace the expelled former GOP representative George Santos. Swazi had held the seat before Santos. The result swings one seat back to the Democrats in the House. Meantime, House Republicans voted by the narrowest margin possible to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Bloomberg's Billy House tells us the significance of the vote. The significance largely, though, is more than against the backdrop of the ongoing battle over border security. And uh, this is kind of the super messaging, uh, yet another messaging uh, maneuver by Republicans to to keep people focused on that as opposed to perhaps uh, Ukraine funding. This will play out in an impeachment trial and uh, that will probably start by the end of the month. That's Billy House. The Senate worked through the night and into the early morning to pass a $95 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. The vote was 70 to 29 to send the legislation to the House. Bloomberg's Jody Schneider has more from Washington. It is without any of the border uh, immigration changes that had been in the earlier uh, much-negotiated bill. Uh, it is just the funding. Now the question is, what does the House do with this? Uh, there's a fair amount of debt on arrival talk among the Republicans there, but um, it will be hard to totally ignore it because it has that aid to Israel um, that a lot of the Republicans have said they want to see. Bloomberg's Jody Schneider in the nation's capital. House Speaker Mike Johnson put out a statement rejecting the bill. In his words, America deserves better than the Senate's status quo. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is out of the hospital and ready to resume his duties today. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. The doctors at Walter Reed Medical Center say they identified what was causing him pain and the bladder issue related to his prostate surgery was rectified in a non-surgical procedure. They say the prognosis from his prostate cancer surgery is still good. Pentagon Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh says he will participate in the virtual Ukraine defense contact group because of its importance. If U.S. support wavers, we know Putin is not going to stop in his war in Ukraine. Austin is expected to host the meeting today about 50 countries. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. In other news, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has ordered his military to prepare for a ground offensive in Rafah. The U.N. says roughly 1.4 million Palestinians are sheltering in the area after fleeing fighting in other parts of the territory. Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons has more on the U.S. response. U.S. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says before Israel goes any further, it needs a plan to protect civilians. We don't believe that it's advisable to go in in a major way in Rafa without a proper, ex- executable, effective, incredible plan um, for the safety of the more than a million Palestinians that are taking refuge in Rafa. The chief prosecutor of the International Criminal Court says Israel could face war crime charges if it does push ahead with its ground invasion of Rafah. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. Headline consumer prices were up more than estimated in January. The consumer price index rose 3.1 percent year-on-year. Analysts were expecting a number around 2.9 percent. Core CPI also rose the most in eight months. Wells Fargo Chief Economist Jay Bryson says it's not ideal, 
but it is just one data point the Fed considers when deciding the path forward. The trend is our friend in the following sense. So let's not forget that uh, the CPI came down from 3.4% year over year in December to 3.1. And back in June of 22, it was 9.1. So it's down two thirds. Uh, we've got more work to do, but keeping those prices moving down and building on this trend is, uh, is very much part of our agenda going forward. Wells Fargo Chief Economist Jay Bryson. The S&P 500 fell and Treasury yields jumped after the release of the data. News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.